Well. 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 Good afternoon, John. Good afternoon, Ben. Good afternoon, viewers, and to that certain special someone, you know who you are, you, you rascal, you. What's with the hat and the t-shirt? What hat? What are you talking about, John? Why are you wearing that hat again and that stupid t-shirt? I don't know what you're talking about, John. Right, anyway, um, you were... I'm in a cult on Friday night. (laughs) You are in a cult. What's don't, the don't know, what <laughs> don't know what he's talking about. Uh, what don't the know. hell was that? Why did you take Mickey's head off? What? Oh my god, that's that's ridiculous. You are in a cult. Don't don't know what you're talking about, John. Oh my god, there's no hope for you, mate. There's no hope. Right, you were you were over at your your cult meeting. Yes, I was. And um, and you noticed something in one of the rides. Yeah, so um, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> the Disneyland Paris have recently opened the Avengers Campus. Uh, I was over there for a content creation trip. I didn't pay for it, thankfully. Um, but we went to, to, on one of these new rides. I say new rides. It's a repurposed old ride, the Avengers Flight Force. And you're going through the disability slash premier access queue, and this, this poster pops up, and... This is, as it says there, Black Panther, also known as T'Challa, except for there's uh, only one issue there, isn't isn't there? There's only one issue. No, I, I kind of spotted it straight away. Um, it's probably difficult on screen just now, but that guy doesn't look like he came from Wakanda. Uh, that's 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 a that's a white guy, John. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think there are many white I guys in Wakanda. Even... It gets even better. It gets even better because the staff on the attraction, we were talking to them about it, they um they lovingly call him White Panther. First White of all. Panther. <laughs> Albino, and, and Albino of, Panther. <laughs> and, and second of all, second of all <laughs> I like um, Tony's idea. Botch, yeah. Pasty Pasty Panther. Panther. <laughs> Second of all, Bob Chapek, the former CEO of the Walt Disney Company, and Kevin Feige, the CEO of Marvel Studios, were there uh, for the opening of Avengers Campus. And they they saw this poster, and they both okayed this poster. That's cool. I mean, it is cool. And as I said in the tweet here, if you're okay with them race-swapping Ariel, then this is also fine, right? Of course it is. No. Why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it be? I mean, they have come absolutely full circle because one of the when they started the whole race swapping in Hollywood thing, one of the, one of the main things that people would say, "What next? Are they going to get a white guy to play Black Panther?" Um, yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they are. At least for photographic purposes, <laughs> they've gone and done it. <laughs> they, they have. They've only gone and they've only gone and done it, John. Yeah, they only they, have. They've. They've got a white guy to play Black Panther in, and and it's a big poster as well. It's a big poster. It, <laughs> so, it's, so it's quite obvious that it's not a black chap that's behind this. Yes, yes, it stands out like a, a sore thumb, shall we say, or or my white thumb that's not sore currently. <laughs> right, um, I, I, I'm going to show you a pic. I'm showing you a picture. Right, that's Wembley Stadium. 
Yeah. Okay. That Wembley Stadium, the new Wembley Stadium, right? Yeah, and it's, well, it's full. Not that new anymore, is it? Well, okay, it's relatively new, but it's it's full. Okay. Yeah. Now, if if let's just say, and and this is just for illustration purposes, let's just say we invited the entire British army along to Wembley Stadium. Yeah. Okay, and sat them all down. The entire British army, right? Okay. Do you know we'd have seventeen and a half thousand empty seats? That's pretty concerning. Especially in light of Tobias Elwood wanting us to go to war. Tobias Elwood's a warmonger who's been wanting us to go to war for any... It seems to me like any reason he can think of. You know what? Um, uh, India said they don't like us. Go to war! Yeah. <laughs> he, he just seems like an absolute warmonger. But then again, the British establishment is warmongering, isn't it? Well, yeah, it kind of is. Um... Yeah. But yeah, I mean that 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 just shows you that just an illustration of how small the British army now is compared to what it used to be. Uh, it's definitely it definitely does not fill me with confidence that we have the ability to defend ourselves against a so-called superpower like Russia. <laughs> well, we don't. We never have had. We've never had the ability no. to defend themselves ourselves against a superpower um, because the. Without teaming up with a superpower, you can't defend against a superpower, and that's why we teamed up with America. And and on reflection, that might not have been the best idea. <laughs> I was going to say, what people seem to forget uh, is that we are indeed a small island nation. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, we are insignificant when it comes to the size of the world and the people in it. We are 70 million strong in this country, absolutely. But then China's, what, 2 billion? Mainland China? Yeah, and well, I think something like that. And India's what? India's just slightly bigger. No, India's about, around a, around about one point five billion, I think. I thought India had more of a population than China. Now, I may be wrong. I could be wrong. I I could be wrong. Ben could be wrong. Fact checkers, you know, fact check. One of us is probably right. <laughs> That's a there, good there chance go. since we've covered most bases there. So with that, I'd like to welcome you all to this episode 206 of Chasing Descent Live with me, John, and with our newly returned Southerner, Ben. <laughs> I got other shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave. Well, the big story I think of the weekend, mm. yeah, and it, it may be different from what you think, but the big story I think is Silicon Valley Bank. Well, uh, it's not actually a story that I've looked too much into because I have been away. But, right, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So get me up to speed live. Okay, well, Silicon Valley Bank has collapsed. Um, and there is a serious risk to not only the UK economy, but I would say the world's economy in effect because it's, uh, it's going down the tubes. There's been a run on the bank and people can't get any money out. Um, now, it's frequented by a number of tech companies, quite a number of tech companies. 
um, yep. who, who use it for uh, whatever, right? But um, I, I was saying to people, you know, when you were thinking about all this stuff that was going on with Lineker, and we'll come to that later, right? But that came to a head on Friday, and you've got to always think, you know, what's the distraction? And and I think the the SVB thing is um, is a way bigger, way bigger story than Lineker. I mean, Lineker's nothing. It's, it's a guy that sells chip, potato chips for a living. You know, and talks yeah, about are, play, people playing games. But they are quite high quality potato chips, John. <laughs> no, you're wrong. There's no, no such wrong, thing yeah, as hot, high-quality potato chips because they're fried no, in shitty oil that's going to kill you. Well, well, you can get Walker's baked. I'll guarantee you they use fucking shitty oil at some point in the process. Anyway, mm. um... Yes, so oh. HSB are, uh, HSBC, are, I read this this morning, HSBC are bailing out uh, SVB. They bought them for a pound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, it gives yeah. them another avenue to launder more money, doesn't it? Oh, John, you can't make such frivolous allegations. I'm not. I'm not making any allegations. I'm just saying HSBC were caught laundering money, right, yes. for drug cartels. Yeah, but they don't. They don't do it anymore. I'm John. not. I don't know if they do or not. What I'm saying is they were caught doing it, and they got fined for it. Find, find, not put in jail. Find, right? And now they've bought another bank, which I have no idea what they're going to do with it. But what about all the people, right? So what about all? Well, I, I mean, where's the money coming from? Because HSBC doesn't have any money. Well, they, they, like fact, I said, they just bought the bank out for a quid. Yeah, but that, well, yeah, but that doesn't matter because you've got to service the debt. Yeah. That's the problem. And how? What's the debt involved in in SVB? And I can I, honestly, I can give you a rough I, idea of the debt involved. Well, the recent news about SVB hundreds of billions going into insolvency represents an existential threat to the UK tech sector, says Hunt. Right. Now, not yep. just the UK tech centre also ex ex exhibits the same threat to the US tech centre. Uh -huh. um, so the US Federal Reserve and Treasury has said they will provide additional yep. funding to eligible depository institutions to help ensure the banks can meet the needs of all their depositors. This is because they're worried about bank runs. And that's the big yeah. story of the weekend, bank runs, because... People are taking their money out. Yeah, and do you know and, what? And I, I with, think why wouldn't they? Yeah, and I think with the current war on cash, and, mm -hmm. and I could just be spitballing up in the air here, but I think the current war on cash might be an attempt to stop this occurring, um, so that people can't simply take their money out in cash and control their own finances. Because even if you were to, you know, it, well, if you were to get rid of cash, yes, you would still be able to quote unquote withdraw your money, but it wouldn't be coming into your hand. It wouldn't be in your control, and you wouldn't be able to decide what, when, and where it is spent. So um, maybe, maybe this war on cash has something to do with this. I don't know for sure. However, I would say it's still odious. 
and I believe every depositor is in the US is guaranteed by the government for up to a quarter of a million dollars um, or something along those lines with with, with their bank. So I'm but, well, but hold on, by the government. Hold on, who's whose money is the government putting up to guarantee those? It's their own money, yes. Yeah, no, 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 hold on. Governments don't have any money. No, I mean the people's own money, yeah. taxpayers' money, yeah. yeah. So yeah. the government's putting up taxpayers' money to guarantee deposits made by taxpayers. Do you yeah, see a problem here? Do you? Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a kind of circular argument going on, isn't there? Of course. Mm-hmm. Always, of course, but, you know, as as we know, um, taxation is theft, and uh, well, they, they look at themselves as being virtuous. Look, we're making sure that you get your money back. Suzanne said and is in the chat, says that Tony Garrett canola oil was used to kill insects and crop fields and has been rebranded as rapeseed oil or pushed onto the public uh, by bought and paid for TV chefs. Terrible stuff. And that's talking about the crisps because yeah. Tony said canola oil is on baked crisps that I, I assume. There you go. And uh, hi there, Suzanne. Nice to see you in the chat. Uh, right, so... Right, well, I, in fact, I forgot, to, I forgot to mention the people that brought us the tweets because I, I send them out a tweet every morning now and tell them you, that you if do. we're going to use their tweets or not. And that's one from Dagny here. Um, and I think she's got a couple of tweets on today, or he or whatever, but I'm pretty sure it's a she. It's a she. Yeah, thank it's you. A she. So you're confirming that now. Um, Swedish pension yeah. company Alecta, which controls $104 billion in assets, was the fourth largest shareholder in Silicon Valley Bank. Wow. That's a lot of money mm-hmm. to go down the tubes out of your pension, isn't it? Six hundred and five mm-hmm. million. Mm. Do you think HSBC is going to cover that? Um, Possibly? I think that HSBC. I I think like Jeremy Hunt said that that they had facilitated this sale, right? I think he announced it earlier on. Twitter. Oh, but I take it that's yeah. But is this only the British arm of SVB? But, I'm, I see. I'm not sure, but what I will say is this: He says, "Oh, no taxpayers' money will be involved," and I say that in inverted commas because HSBC are going to come looking for a bailout of some kind, aren't they? Because <laughs> let's they face it, yeah, we, we're trying to we're trying to pull up. Well, I say we, our government are trying to sort of pull the wall over the. Uh, the public's eyes when they say, oh, look, uh, we, we're not in a recession. The the economy has grown by so, oh, like 0.3% or something or 0.6%. It, we're not, we are in a recession. We've been in a recession for some time. Uh, look to the housing market because that is about to collapse, yep. right? Yep, um, it is. This is This is 2008 all over again. In fact, and, uh, two years ago, I said, this is not the time to be buying a house. Well, no, and do you know what? I know more than one person now who has just got mortgages in principle. And I, I said to them, just wait six months. Yeah, just hang on. Just hold back. This yeah, is not the time to be buying a house. In fact, one of them actually just completed Friday just passed and moved into their new house. <sighs> uh, and and I... Uh, I, I, he's paid over £400,000 for it. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all you can do is advise people. You can advise them. All you can I, do I, is I, advise. And ultimately, ultimately, people, it's only our opinion. So um, you... you and, and this is one of the things that I did... I did say to Anna over the weekend, you know, do your own research. 
Stop letting people tell you what to do. Make up your own I mind. Think Anna, I think Anna responded to both of us at some point over this weekend. Yeah, she, I think she did, yeah. I'd like yeah, to see Anna yeah, on the... I'd like to have a chat with her on the show, but she seems very reticent. I, I don't know why, because I don't think... I don't think we're nasty... I don't think we're nasty to our guests at all. I don't think we've ever been nasty to a guest. And we've had no, people never. that completely have polar opposite ideals and views mm-hmm. from what we have. You know, and we just if, want to hear what they have to say. If you can convince me otherwise, that's fine. As long as you yeah. yourself are a decent and approachable person that doesn't, you know, resort to name calling and whatever, then uh-huh. there's no problem coming on the show. I mean, I'm I'm more than happy to listen to people. As long yeah. as you're happy to listen to us in return. Well, well, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, Adam says in the chat, you're not on the approved government supplier list, John. She is controlled opposition. <sighs> now, I'm not going to go ahead and say that. No. Right. I'm not going to make. I'm. Go, I'm not going to make that assertion. I just think she's in a bit of a spot right now, where, in my personal opinion, and Anna, if you ever hear this and you would like to uh, rebut it, I think she's she's wants her mainstream media job back. She yeah, wants I, to go working for the BBC. I, I kind of get that impression, but I tell you who yeah. should be in a spot of bother is these guys from SVB Bank. Because look yeah. at how many shares they sold before it Oh, collapsed. they knew this was... They knew this was <laughs> this, coming. This is the definition of insider trading. <laughs> they knew this was coming. The CEO sold 11%. Uh, general counsel, 19%. The CFO sold 32%, 32%. All in the month of February. Yeah, all in the month of February. And the CMO sold 25%. Okay? Yeah. And this is of their own shares, I believe. So not of the company. Yeah. But this is of their own shares. So yeah, this would be I would I would agree the very definition of insider trading. They knew something was coming. They cashed out before their shares were completely worthless and the bank got sold for a pound. Yep. Yep, that's it. Indeed. Right. Tony Garrett says this is freedom of speech is fundamental. We need to hear the good ideas and the bad ones to better able to understand either and to know who has those ideas and Absolutely. Like said, and, and, and like this was one of the this is one of the questions that I did ask Anna because I asked her again this morning because she seems to be obsessed with unity right why would yeah. you want your news sources to be unified right why do you want to hear the same thing from every one of your news sources that doesn't mean it's right it just means no. they're all reporting from the same you know re- the same script and that's propaganda. Yeah, it's propaganda. But, uh, and we're not claiming to be a source of news. We're just, we're just sort of. Yeah, we are. Right, right. Not really anymore. Or no, yeah, we, we are. are. <laughs> we tell people the news, right? Yeah. We put our spin on it, but I mean, it's the news as we see it and as we report it. I mean, yeah. like we just reported it on SVB. That's and that's the news. Hmm. You know, I mean, and, so uh, yeah, we are a source of news, and but what uh, we but are, we are also an opinion show. Yeah, but we are a source of news that's encouraging you to oh, fact, you, fact check us, make do your own research, yes. make sure that what you're being yes. told is right, and make up your yes. own. Please, please make up your own mind. You know, Absolutely. think for yourself. Be critical. Be critical of us. Be critical of Ben. Be critical of John. Be critical of everyone out there. Be critical of Anna yeah. Breeze. 
right? Because she's not a single source of truth. The only single nope. source of truth has left us, Jacinda. <laughs> <laughs> but that she was. And, and see that that to me that to me just that put up so many red flags when she turned around and said, "We are your single source of truth," you know. Yeah, it yeah. it is that is concerning. It is concerning because there is no such thing as a single source of truth. Because once again, that's propaganda. Yeah. Um, you you just you you're adult human beings. You're able to consume because uh, one of the things I I had to go at Anna for, and I, you know I don't mean to disparage her, but she seems to want to. Yes, yeah, she calls out these other platforms and these other people and disagrees with them. In fact, calls them downright crazy. And do you know what? And some of some of the things that some of these people talk about. I'm with her. Some of these things are yeah. downright crazy. Well, I mean, right? look at me. Some of the things I come out but, with are crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but but you're all big enough and ugly enough to consume that content and make your own decision as to whether or not you want to enjoy it, agree with it, go along with it, think it's true. And we're we're also big enough and ugly enough to look at it and say, well, this is how it's wrong. Okay. Yeah. Now we're not always going to get it right. We're not always going to get it right. And this is why we encourage people, like John said, to fact check us. But, but we do not want to deplatform these other people. We do not want to to censor them, stop them having a platform. This Anna is where you go wrong because you want them off the air. You make that very clear. And mm-hmm. if you don't want them off the air, then you're certainly tweeting to that effect. So yeah. if we're misconstruing what you want, then you need to be a bit clearer. Yeah, and 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 if we are wrong, and and even if we're right, come on and discuss it with us. We're more than happy to. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna call your names. We're not gonna you know. Yeah, there's only ever been one guest that would come on who hasn't come on because he's in prison. Um, that I would call an asshole, and that's Andrew Tate, right? And I'd tell him to his face he's an arsehole. Well, I think Andrew Tate knows he's an arsehole. I mean, he's like us. We're arseholes and we know it, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, if, you've you got a, if you've got a strong view in this world, you you somebody at some point is going to say you're an arsehole and you're going to have to turn around and go, well, yeah, I am, but am I wrong? <laughs> well, exactly. I, I think it's inside the BBC, the Statue of Orwell, it's, uh, and, and the quote behind him, something along the lines of, if liberty mm-hmm. means anything, it means to tell people what they don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and to my mind, the BBC has stopped doing that. They do not practice what the building preaches. And no, I won't say they what they not. preach, because the, it's the building that preaches it, <laughs> not them. They're an empty and hollow um, See, th- th- form of Tony. shell of what yeah. they were. There's Tony. He's vindicating my uh, my rant earlier. He says we are one off his sources of news. There you go. Tony says uh, yes, John. If you're not upsetting someone, you're not doing it right. And believe me when I tell you, I'm clearly upsetting someone. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're you're right, Tony. You're 100 right. Let's um let's move on. Mm. Let's move on to Scotland. Caroline Santos says Scotland hasn't improved in 15 years of SNP rule. Brody Ferry seems to be a racist area. He has to carry and alarm. Carry on, I can't do this accent. <laughs> I don't know what you're reading, but I'm reading the Hamza Yusuf tweet. Yeah, well, you, you okay? I, oh yeah, okay. I've, I'm reading the next slide. For some reason, it skips <laughs> over it. Ben jumped forward. <laughs> I'm jumping ahead. So Hamza I'm Yusuf giving you a bit of time travel, folks. Hamza Yusuf himself 
Right, which is the vote started yep. today. So the votes running today. That's that. Um, so he says, "I'll deliver for the northeast." Okay. <laughs> First of all, the flags go up because every time Hamza tries to deliver something, it usually goes wrong. He can't even take a scooter along a corridor. But uh, he's he's number one. He's going to make Aberdeen net zero capital of Europe. Well, that's Aberdeen fucked. Isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, what's, what's Aberdeen built on? I will die in Aberdeen. I will die in Aberdeen. I will die in Aberdeen. What's Aberdeen? What's Aberdeen built on? What's it famous for? Do you know what it's, it's apart from the oil, pies? Is it not? Oh, they is say it oil? funny up there. They say pies up funny up there. Yeah, but, but oil. My, but oil. my, but my question is this. Yeah, what? What has Aberdeen done wrong to hurt Hamza to make him want to do this? I can tell you exactly what Aberdeen's done wrong. They vote right. Tory. <gasps> Tory control oh, council. This, this, it all starts to make a little bit of sense now, John. Yeah, that's exactly why Aberdeen is right in the firing line and is going to get humped. Should Humza useless become first minister, and you know so what, he probably will. And I stand by, I stand by what I said when when the the first miniature herself resigned. I said she's miniature. resigning, <laughs> she's resigning right now because there is no one in the SNP that can possibly make her look bad. No matter who they elect, it's going to yeah, be no, a car crash. I think you're absolutely right. You're, you're absolutely correct. Uh, I, I, I agree with you far too often. I, I like it when we used to argue. Oh, we still do uh, argue, but, you know, I mean, <laughs> there are some things you just can't argue about, mate. And one of them right, is, now, one of them sums are useless. <laughs> now, let's travel back in time to when I went forward in time mm -hmm. and say this tweet from Caroline Santos. Scotland hasn't improved in 15 years of SMP rule. Rossi Ferry seems to be a racist area. He has to carry an alarm. No, no, the thing that gets me right, and and it's not so much the fact that he's claiming he was racially abused, okay, which is wrong. Well, last time he no was, one, no one walking about should ever have to suffer racial abuse in a perfect world. No, I agree. Right, but we Absolutely. don't. We don't live in a perfect world. But the problem I have with this statement is one, he's playing the race card during an election, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Two, was he really racially abused? That's the problem, right? Because... But it is, uh, uh, you know... Well, let me finish, right? So the right. problem is, he is running for First Minister of Scotland. There are going to he be is. people that disagree with his politics. If he is walking Absolutely. down the street, people will object to his politics. That's not Absolutely. racial abuse, but well, I'm well, pretty well, sure, no matter what you say to him, he'll tarnish it, especially if you're white. <laughs> Look, he doesn't seem to like white people. He that, doesn't. He's made that evident in his in his, in his own statements in the you know yeah. in, in your parliament. But the only reason that I have to question whether he really was racially abused, and if he was, that's absolutely wrong. It's absolutely intolerable. It should not have happened, right? 
But if, the reason that I have to question it is because this man has just withdrawn his lawsuit against a nursery mm-hmm. who he also yeah. claimed racially abused his yep. family because he was going to lose it because yeah. he was clearly lying. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, yeah well, you, I mean, the guy's not trustworthy. He's not trustworthy. He's not competent. He shouldn't be mm. in a, any position of power. And the people that are electing him are off their tiny little nuts. Yeah. And and I'm sorry if I've abused you, if you're a Hamza Yusuf supporter, but the man is useless. Literally yeah, Hamza, Hamza useless. useless is, is what we call him. Hamza useless. Yeah, Hamza, uh, Hamza uh, useless. And like, you, <laughs> and like you said, he cannot even ride a bloody knee scooter. No, he can't. Right, um, right, let's move on, because I'm not sure what you're trying to, to show us here. No, right, so um, I'm actually showing you this tweet from Nanny D, right, about mm. the One World Religion headquarters set to open, and it, it, it was obviously older because it was set to open in 2022, and the headquarters will be called the Abrahamic Family House, right? Yeah, but this is this is from some website called backtojerusalem.com. Have we fact check this website. No, no, we haven't fact checked anything here, right? Okay? Because right. I, I thought I'd, I thought what I would do is I'd set you the task of maybe having a look at this, because I know you're into these kind of things, right? Um, so I, I thought I'd just flag it up here and say what's going on? As What's this one world religion business? Um, and, and maybe if anyone in the uh, the troll room knows anything about it, that would be great. But um, I don't it know just, anything about it. it. I haven't had the time. Me. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I well, just at a basic glance, right? Yeah. Just at the, at the tweet, I'm looking at. I've never heard of backtojerusalem.com, so that kind of flies up some some red flags for me. Uh huh. Okay. Um. But but second of all, just some weird CGI rendering of three buildings here. I'm guessing supposed to represent all of the Abrahamic religions coming together. I, th- I think I, I, I think that's meant to be the idea, but you know, I, be... I think that. I, be interesting to uh, find out what the score is. I think the score is it's probably a load of shite. Right, so, um, thank you. And moving on, um, this one from Suzanne. So, yeah. India's government opposes a same-sex marriage in a landmark hearing. Now, <sighs> this isn't going to go down well with the LGBTQ community. Well, it's not. This is showing you what's happening in the countries that have a lot of people, right? Yeah. They have a lot of people because they continue to have traditional family values. And that includes, for want of a better word, breeding. <laughs> yeah, but they also have a lot... Uh, you know, when, when, when you're making a comparison to, to somewhere like our country, they also have a lot more land mass. But, well, right, OK, but... So what's landmass? What, what's your what's your beef with landmass? I, I have absolutely no beef with landmass. Right. So I don't understand what, what, what you're I'm saying. saying is, Are you saying Britain's overcrowded? What I, what I, what I, no. What I'm saying is that that these countries often have a larger population because there's just more space for them, and they can continue well, no, to spread. Well, spread no, that spread, doesn't spread. compute. So why is, why has France got a smaller population than the UK? When when it's got an, a landmass that's three and a half times bigger. 
See, that's a very good question because they're supposed to be the uh, the country of love. Well, yeah, they are. They're think, supposed to be. But you, there would, isn't, you would, you would but, think they would be breeding. But there isn't a country in Europe that's uh, succeeding so, the the what what would you call it the the rate of attrition. Yeah. So anyway, let's go back to this tweet from Suzanne and and the the headline: India's government opposes same-sex marriage in landmark hearing. Now. I personally, and I've said this a million times, I personally don't care who you choose to be with. Uh, I, I, I even don't really care about same-sex marriage, and I know people do, okay, right? But that's just my personal opinion. But what I also will say is this, that these countries have completely different values to the country that we live in. Um, and is it incumbent upon us to impose our way and our views and our ways of living upon them? I don't think it is, especially when it comes to India, when we ruled them for so long, right? Um, so do I have an opinion on their ruling? It's their country. And, okay. Uh, it's no, I, and I, I don't necessarily have an opinion. I'm just pointing out what's going on in other countries. Um, and these countries do mm. are, are in excess of the the attrition rate, so they are their population yeah. is getting bigger, and and I don't think it's anything to do with space because there's a lot of India that's not any use to anyone, you know. I yeah, it either floods all the time or it's a mountain. Um, right. I mean, there are there's good parts in India and there's bad parts, much like there is in in the UK as well. Um, mm. but yeah, so I think it. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what point you were trying to make there, though, when you said about imposing our will on them, because we we don't need to impose any will on something just because we want no, to see we what's don't, going but, on. But listen, the, the, the point I'm making is to the obvious backlash that will appear on Twitter. The obvious backlash that will appear on Twitter will say, this is wrong, they shouldn't be doing this. You yeah, know, right, um, okay. And, and it'll be people who don't live in that country that will be making those assertions. For the most part, people that live in mm -hmm. that country probably who are LGBT and wanted to marry will also make those assertions. But you will see on places like Twitter, certainly mostly Western people saying this is wrong. And I, I don't think I have a right to hold an opinion on whether or not this is right or wrong because it's not my country. Well, right, OK, OK, I, I hear what you're saying, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you a little bit of pushback. Go for it. So do you think it's right for you to hold an opinion or not of whether people should be buried up to their neck in the ground and stoned to death? I mean, I don't like the idea. Well, do you think it's right that you should hold an opinion on it? Well, it's like a different said, country. Do you think it's right um, that maybe in another country they would take people up to the tops of tall buildings and encourage them to leap? Absolutely not. So, so where's the line on opinion holding? That's a very good point, and it, it, you know, I, I have to, I have to. Uh, say i'm pretty stumped on that because there are obviously things that that i get disgusted by yeah. and you know when it comes to this it's not that i'm not disgusted it's not that i'm not upset it's it's i, I it's just not something it's a law they've made it's their country they've passed the law mm -hmm. and am i going to go and impose freedom upon them 
No, no, that's that's a different question altogether, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> that that is the question. And you know where you draw That's the... actually quite that. <clears throat> that that's getting quite topical these days because there's lots of things changing in the Middle East. That I that will say this: our our favourite freedom-imposing nation isn't really in favour of. I will say this. I think there is a line when a nation is systematically murdering their people. Mm -hmm. I think that is kind of a line where somebody else can step in and say, you probably shouldn't be systematically murdering your Whoa, people. Whoa, hold on a minute. Have you just said that you agree with Putin stepping into the Donetsk? I can't say. <laughs> because I, I, know, I know that that was occurring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Ooh, I do dear. think there's. Well, hold like, on, like hold a, on a minute. What about what about the US stepping in on the side of the people that are doing the murdering? And I don't mean in Ukraine. Mm. I mean in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, but Saudi, but Saudi Arabia has got oil and are willing to sell it. So is Ukraine. Well, mm. it's got oil and they're willing to develop it. But I think the oil might soon be under the feet of the Russians. Anyway, well, I, I don't think we've actually got much of a, an update on Ukraine today. But let's um, let's move on. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on to Dom. Dom Jolly, good old Dom Jolly. We haven't had a tweet from Dom Jolly for quite a quite a little while, and I'm actually at the point I don't think I can really argue with the tweet. Mm. I just don't understand where it suddenly come from. I do because he he is he is basically imposing that upon Black Gary. So what's he saying? He's saying Black Gary's intelligent. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's what saying, <laughs> Get out of here. That's that's about Black Gary. I'm telling you now. If that's just <laughs> popped up, that's about Black Gary. It has just popped up. So he yeah. said, "Black Gary's intelligent." Yeah, this is this is obviously a, an I stand with Gary Lineker yeah, sort of tweet. It's it's certainly around the right time. We live <laughs> in a time where intelligent people, Black Gary, <laughs> are being silenced so that stupid people who don't like the comparison that Black Gary made won't be offended. Now, uh, once again, let's move on because we know that um, we know. We know. We'll move on to this tweet from UNN. It says, uh, from George Lineker, who looks just like his bloody dad as well. Dad is a good human, and I'm proud of him for standing by his word. He will always speak up for people who don't have a voice um, and let them in his house for a few days and then send them on their merry way. He is passionate about helping refugee charities. He took in two refugees who he is still in touch with and trying to help. Didn't they actually... Um, did they not ask to leave? Did they, I think they did, yeah. I, I think they did leave of their own accord, and it didn't take didn't take long at all. Poor, poor Gary. Uh, Gary's own brother, on the other hand, did you see the Instagramming from Gary's brother? Fuck. Sometimes it's like living in a fucking racetrack. What the fuck is going yeah. on out there? But, but did you see the uh, the Instagramming from from Gary's brother? No, I did not. Nah, Gary's brother is uh, been <clears throat> <laughs> relentlessly mocking Gary 
<laughs> via Instagram, <laughs> putting pictures of refugee boats and uh, alluding so, to Gary. Gary's brother's not a fan of Gary. Is that what you're saying? Doesn't doesn't appear to be. Gary's brother appears to be a club owner in Ibiza who has like nothing to do with Gary. And Suzanne makes a good point. But homeless people and child grooming gang victims, he stays silent. Well, yeah, of course he does because he doesn't he doesn't want contra controversy that would affect him being seen as you know nice but dim. Well, this is it. Um, Gary has chosen very carefully what he wants to support, who he wants to support, and uh, why he wants to support them. And so it's so that he can make grandiose statements on Twitter. It's virtue signaling of the highest order. And you know what? I give Gary credit because all of those people who said, would you take one into your home? He did for like 48 hours. Right? Yeah, yeah. It didn't last long. He, he did. He did, he did it. But um right, so <laughs> so that's the next tweet from Suzanne again. Um I mean it is it is, is, it is a fake, right? It's it's yeah, parody. This, this is a fake. Right. It's parody. So it is parody, but it actually makes me question a deeply held belief that I've had for some time. Which is? Well, I, I have to question. Is Gary actually white? Well, Gary, remember, Gary suffered much trauma from his racial abuse. Yeah, when but he was younger. But I think, I think if Gary was genuinely black, he wouldn't be in mm. the situation that he's in right now. So I'm, I'm questioning my belief: Is Black Gary not black? Is he actually white? Well. Uh, Remember, just just remember, Gary suffered all that trauma. So his trauma from being racially abused for being not white is is valid, John. It's valid. Well, Gary's valid as well. GB News lets oh. us know. Gary Lineker victory over BBC as broadcaster backs down a new deal. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. back did to return. Did you know what? Saturday night, he's back. Yeah, yeah. But did you know that... This week's match of the day was broadcast. It was only 20 minutes long and it had no pundits and no presenters, right? Yeah. It was broadcast on Saturday night. Yeah. It had half a million more viewers than usual. Yeah, of course it did. Of course it did. Because, <laughs> well, I mean, look at look at the shit that's been stirred up over it, right? You're going to get people that have never watched match of the day in your life tuning in to see what all yeah. the fuss was about. Or to see, yeah, if, and if, to, to see who was replacing Black Gary or not, you know? I yeah, mean, Tony Garrett says, just... I want to see Gary hosting Newsnight. Why? Why do you want to see Gary? <laughs> <Why>? Okay. <laughs> Beach Crate says, uh, match of the day was funny. And Suzanne um, says, when it suits him, which I'm assuming is about his uh, race. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've never, yeah. um, I've, I've, I think I can honestly say I've never seen match of the day. So Valerie, no, neither have I. Valerie Flo here in our next uh, next tweet says, I wonder how many will regret their decision in the cold light of day as BBC stars walk out in solidarity right. after Lineker suspended. So, so first of all, I think, I think people need to understand the difference between production companies that contract 
that contract with the BBC to provide presenters, right? And people who are employed by the BBC. Yeah, so Gary's not actually directly employed, is he? No, no, he's not. He, he, his production company has a contract with the BBC to for for maybe him to you know present match of the day or whatever. Yeah. But Gary's not an employee of the BBC, except in the eyes of HMRC, who say yes <laughs> and want him to pay taxes if he's an employee. But yeah, and and that's. And this is a whole this is a whole thing that's been going on and has he's in a massive tax dispute isn't yeah it? he is but it's also it's also affected I mean it's affected people like it affected people like me because yeah. I had an IT company and I actually had staff at one point supplying services right and yet the HMRC we're coming after you, trying to say you're an employee, and I'm going. How the fuck can I be an employee when I'm when I'm employing people to do stuff for the company that's that's contracted me? You know, so there are all these there are all these numerous questions that go along with it, right? So I'm not saying it's right or wrong, right? But no. HMRC have basically. In fact, it wasn't HMRC did not want to do this because HMRC employed a lot of private contractors as well, and they lost all yes. them once they started having to implement this. This is why HMRC is as fucking as big a mess as any other government department because it hasn't got any staff anymore because it was and the government back, that imposed this. And moving back to the uh, you know the tweet and the story here, yeah. Valerie, the answer is none of them will regret it because Gary got his job back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Gary got his job back. Gary, Gary was always and and this this once again, and I've I've mentioned this before, and this this leads me back to Gina Carano, the actress from Mandalorian who now works for the Daily Wire, who was fired for making the same analogy, pretty much. And how do I believe people should be fired from their jobs for making these kind of stupid statements on Twitter? No, first of all. Right, and that includes Black Gary. I don't think he should have been fired. But then at the same time, I think he Well Gary, right. Gary is part of Gary is part of a machine. It, right. So so the, the, see this is this is again you're going back to what's his contract, right? Okay. No. So what's the yeah. contract but, but, with? No, if I, the contract's I, I'm, with I'm talking I'm talking morally here. Okay, right, okay. Right. But but then this is why I say Gary is part of a machine, and it's a, it's a massive cog of cancel culture, and Gary's happy to see people he doesn't like lose their jobs for things said that he doesn't like. So, do we hold people who want to play by those rules to their own rules? I think there is an argument to say yes, but. Do we think those rules that they play by should have ever permeated the mainstream? No. But if they have, and they want to play by those rules, and they want to demand you play by those rules, then surely they should be playing by the same rules. I'm lost. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think, I'm lost, sorry. <laughs> would you like me to explain it slower? <laughs> Gary's part of a machine, a cog. A, yeah. He's a cog in the cancel culture machine. Gary does not care and, in fact, would encourage people who say things he doesn't like to lose their jobs. 
Yeah, yeah, so, he would. Yeah, do yeah, we? You're right. So do even though I think that that machine, that cancel culture machine, should never have been allowed right, to permeate okay. the mainstream. Right, I get what the you're vast the reality of the situation is that it has. Yes, and Gary's part of that machine. So do we now hold Gary to his own standard? and say, well, if you want us to play by those rules, so should you. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. So whilst I, on a moral level, my personal beliefs say, no, he should not be fired, neither should anybody else unless they've tweeted something that is, you know, criminal. Neither should anybody mm-hmm. else. Well, see, but Gary doesn't that, believe that. But this, this brings us back to whether you're actually a free person or a slave and effectively this has proven that you are a slave because if you're not allowed to say what you think because of what your work says you don't work for them you're their slave aren't you but the but the problem is this wasn't something that was imposed by a mandate or dictats or by government this was something that was imposed upon us by our fellow man yeah. And that's what's even scarier. Yeah, because yeah, because <laughs> well, you're right. You're right. There's there's no argument there. Let's um let's look at this tweet from Maisie Daisy, right? And and she's right. right. Yeah. Uh, today I found it very difficult, said commentator Ian Dennis. The BBC Radio Five Live has now resumed its scheduled sports coverage. Personally, today, I found it very difficult, but I'm a BBC staff member, so basically, I went to work every Saturday like I normally do. That's what he said. Right. Yeah, because he's a staff member. And there's part of the difference between being a contractor and being a staff member. So all those people that walked out weren't employed by the BBC. Well, well, so so it would seem. Um, it's it's very, very, very annoying. Uh, why can't I see Trudy's messages? Well, I just thought. Uh, huh? Where's she messaging? Well, Natasha. Uh, sorry, Jesse says take it easy, Trudy. I can't, I can't see, see, see Trudy's messages Tat, either. I can't see any messages from Trudy. No. Straight. There, oh, no, there's one there. Chat? We'll catch up later. Having a shit day. There you go. <laughs> Oh, so so sorry about not being able to see your uh, your messages there, Trudy. Um, nice to see you, and we do. Oh, there's Natasha that, as know. well. She says hers have been playing up too. Um, did, did, yeah, did, and we, like, did we did we block them? Did we? No. <laughs> no. Of course we didn't. How could you even think such a thing, people? But anyway, right, moving on. Um, Charlotte the Baroness. Yeah. says full-on parody account now surely and this is this is our friend anna right this is our anna saying um mike graham has nominated uh, gary lineker for plank of the week and she says i think gary lineker is brave i, well, <sighs> I think gary lineker is a massive hypocrite <laughs> remember if you think anything who... other right if you think anything other than the fact he did this for likes and clicks. Mm-hmm. Why would you... He, he didn't do this out of sense of justice, out of sense of braveness or anything. He just did it nope. to be contrary to what the government yeah. view is so as he could get likes and clicks. 
That, yeah, no, that's you're my view. Right. I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but I think he's a self-promoting, arrogant little fucker. But remember, this is the same man who, for likes and clicks and no other reason, told people they had to follow all the rules on Twitter. He would chastise people who went around without wearing a face covering and then was photographed in a shop free-faced. Yeah, uh, whilst, uh, and this is the same guy. Place. This is the same guy who purports to be all for you know poor people and refugees, and yet takes a Qatari dollar and goes to one of the countries with the world's worst records on human rights and says yeah. nothing about it. And when and brought when and broadcast from stadiums that were built by literal slaves. I think six and a half thousand immigrant workers died. Uh, I I couldn't give you the figure, but remember this it's is like I said, this is a hypocrite of the it's a hypocrite of the highest order is yeah. Gary Lineker. So let's um, and in fact the, the BBC as a whole because do you know what yeah. the organisation and ITV they should never have gone to that World Cup. They should they should never have gone. No no they shouldn't. But, they should just have turned around and goes we're not going. And England should yeah. have turned around and said we're not going. We're not playing. And yeah, even if Scotland you know, the, even if Scotland had qualified, which they haven't done for some considerable time. I would have said they should have turned around and said we're not going because the Qatari that's what, that's what but, the, but, the, but the Qatari coin was just too enticing, wasn't it? Yeah, of course it was. Of course it was. Of course it was. Okay. Give me a Hi, second. Hi, Andy. John, John's just abandoned us partway through the show. There, um, he's just walked off. Just left us. Uh, well, Suzanne, uh, the answer to your question there in the chat, I have no idea if I'm Gary right. Neville has spent his uh, Qatari blood money yet. Who knows? And they probably, between them, got a lot of Qatari money. So it's just how quickly can you spend it? Yeah. How quickly can you spend it? How quickly so can anyway, you avoid giving it to HMRC? Uh, right, let's move on. Yeah? Yeah, so teacher twitting says, scaring us stupid a la Matt Hancock, hashtag lockdown files. This will really work. Crying wolf. Isn't it odd that Gary Lineker fiasco happened at the same time to bury lockdown right. files? Okay. Brits to be sent terrifying texts in their phone in nationwide security tests. You can choose to turn these off, by the way. Yeah, right. This comes up every month. Why does it come it up does. every month? This. I don't know. This started... I mean, they started about this way back in August or July, right? Mm -hmm. It was meant to be implemented in October. I've never seen one, right? I, and I don't I've care. I've never seen one either. Right? But why does it come up every month as if it's new? Huh? I don't know is, is the answer to my this question a, other than... Well, it's like, do a little bit of research before you just copy somebody's tweet and fire it out there, you know? Just a mm -hmm. little, just a teeny bit. Just think maybe, maybe... They're actually not telling you the whole truth. Maybe indeed. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, I I I want to push back heavily against what we are seeing here. Um, someone tagged you in this, uh, mm -hmm. Andrew Lomax. He's tagged a tweet from Andrew Bridgen, and I'm not going to mm -hmm. read it aloud because of the uh, you know the issues on the platform. But I I want to push back heavily because. No offence, Andrew. No offence, but you are a backbencher. You are a nobody British MP. And in the grand scheme of things, I don't believe 
that a credible higher up in Washington would inform you with evidence of these sorts of things. I just, I, I find it very hard to believe. So I'd like to thank Andrew for bringing it to our attention. Um, I mean, my first thought was, mm. is this, is this real? Okay. Um, and so I did, I did check and Andrew Bridgen did make the he tweet. He has tweeted this. He has yeah. tweeted it. It's still on his timeline. It's still there. Right. So my, my next thought then isn't necessarily that he was right or wrong. It's the fact that the important story here is that he is saying this, right? Mm-hmm. So if this is found to be untrue, right? Which I'm going to be honest with you, I'm, I'm not on board. Yeah, so if this is found to be untrue, he's not mm-hmm. fit to represent the people of this country. I because agree. he's a liar. Right, I, I agree, and and, you, and if he's uh, found Teresa, to be true, then why is he getting information of this nature from America? And, and where is he getting the clearance for information of this nature? Yeah, As well, a backbench well, MP, what's who America nobody doing? in the United States would have heard of? Yeah, I know. I, I'm just I'm just giving you the reality of the situation. Natasha says, "Show me the evidence." Bloke down the pub told me, etc. Absolutely. And Teresa says, "Sounds like bull." It does sound um, like bull. It does, and that's the que- that's the thing that makes the story for me. Because if this guy is doing this for clicks and likes, right, uh-huh. and to boost his own profile, then he is not fit to represent anyone regardless of how unfit government is in its entirety. And when I say in its entirety, I mean all government, not party, all governments. Do you know what? Um, I have a fear, and my fear is that... Andrew Bridgen is obviously not part of the Conservative Party anymore. He's lost the whip, right? Yeah. Um, He's become a little bit of a uh, celebrity, shall we say, Mm -hmm. in... In, in, in the so-called anti-restriction freedom movement sphere, a sphere that we have, we, we travel alongside of, but I think we've moved away from quite a bit, right? But he's become, uh, not so much, we don't agree with them, we agree with them, there shouldn't be any, should never have been any of that, but he's become a bit of a celebrity, and to me it feels like the only relevance that he has left is to keep making these kind of grandiose, shocking statements. Otherwise, he's just going to disappear into obscurity. That's yeah, just my well, opinion. Yeah, I think I think you could be right. I think you could well be right. Right, I'm, you I'm can moving join on. us here in obscurity. Yeah, yeah, you know? join us here. Right um, now, <sighs> well, what's going on here? Extinction Rebellion UK have have put this tweet up. Okay. Of these it's bare-breasted just a bunch of women, what? It's just a bunch of boobies. Yeah, well, it's a bunch of bare-breasted women protesting, right? And and they then go on to say, and this is the part I can't quite get my head around: climate breakdown increases I... violence against women. How bullshit? No, but how? I mean, they're making statements here, but they're not giving us any evidence. Climate breakdown increases sexual violence. How? Uh, climate breakdown displaces more women than men. How? And How? that's certainly not what we actually see from the people coming across our southern border. 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, climate breakdown increases the socio-economic gender divide. How? <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I I don't understand it, and then then they go on to then they go on to hashtag it with International Women's Day. Now, isn't this getting quite problematical for a group like Extinction Rebellion who are promoting well, who are promoting women? <laughs> regardless, regardless, take it off the screen. Take it off the screen, right? Because Beach no Crate asks what. Uh, Natasha asks as well, I don't get it, get your baps out for what Beats Crate says, what the boobs have to do with it. What you've got to remember is is the vast majority of these people standing there, they are brainwashed, shall, shall we say. They're brainwashed. They they know not what right, they yeah, do. Okay. They are, they let, will, they... Let's not focus focus on the people that are standing there being idiots, right? Because they're just they're just sheep. Right. Like every like Oh, everybody else, they're just sheep. They found something to belong to and yeah, they're moving yeah, along. But the person making, the, the, the organisation making the tweet is making these sweeping statements in support of things like, you know, International Women's Day and trying to tie it to climate change with yeah, no is, evidence is, whatsoever. With no evidence. Yeah. Because they're just, they're just making statements to try and get attention. They're lying. But the thing is, because they sit uh, sit in these spheres of we're morally right, we want to save the planet, nobody calls them out for it. Nobody calls them liars, especially, you know, well, the I governments think, and stuff. I think, I think they just go, oh, these are but once again we live in obscurity John indeed we live in obscurity and if you want to Uh, stop us living in obscurity think about giving us a like a share a subscribe and evangelising us to your friends maybe not your friends but your enemies (laughs) tell people we're here yeah it's lonely right we're back to Aldo I I got but back to Aldo. China announces lockdown plans for the flu, as Washington Post tells Americans to prepare for the same. Uh, this is from the Daily Skeptic. <laughs> Why? Why would the Washington Post do that? Because they worked so well the last time. They worked so well the last time, didn't they? Right, right. Uh, back to Dagny, right? Okay. So... The UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak flies to US today. This was uh, yesterday, right? Um, so the US President Joe Biden and Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese will discuss the final details of a trilateral submarine agreement aimed at countering China. Except for, let me just let me just re- remind you guys that Victoria, where Dan Andrews is Premier, is part of the Belt and Road Initiative. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's fine. That, that picture. But um That looks like Coolport. What I'm what I'm gonna say is is this Oh good good night, Natasha. I hope you sleep well. What I am night going night. to say is this uh, I don't care. I just don't care. This is it, they're not gonna be able to counter China. Well do you and, not think this is do you not think this is just like is, what's Sunak? Why is Sunak involved in this? We've got four nuclear-powered submarines, of which two, if you're lucky, are at sea at any one time, right? Yeah. The other two are in for a refit or rest and recuperation. So, w- yeah. what, what? why? What, what are we going to achieve? 
mean, I've already shown you how many people we we can't fill Wembley Stadium with when it comes to the army. Do you think the Navy and the yep. Air Force are in any better condition? No, definitely no. not. I mean, for God's yeah. sake, the aircraft carrier that we went to go and take to America broke down in the bloody sound. It couldn't even get out of the channel. Pathetic. A brand Indeed. new aircraft carrier of that. Pathetic. So from the Telegraph, and, and obviously being highlighted by our friend of the channel, Latimer Alda, uh, Telegraph, I say here as a headline, Ukrainian healthcare is better than the NHS despite the war. You can see it, still see a doctor when you need. No wonder refugees go back, the Telegraph is saying. Well, I, I guess some... that says go back for healthcare. Yeah, and I think, I think we mentioned this last week, and it's just, yeah, it, it's like... How bad are we? What the hell are we doing? What, what, what's become of all our services? You know, I, I mean, know. I, I mean, when I was... you've got to force your doctors to give you an appointment when you phone them by law. Yeah. I mean, what, uh -huh. what kind of country is this? <laughs> oh, this is a country where GPs got complacent. They got complacent with not having to see patients, and um. It is, it is a little bit sad, like you say, that we've had to compel by law GPs to see their patients, especially if they are working for the state. If they're a private doctor and you paid them, that's a different story in my opinion. But if you are working for the state um, healthcare provider, you've chosen, you've taken that contract and everything that that contract involves. So at what point do we say, well, you need to, to do what you're supposed to be doing? Now, if you don't want to provide your labour via that contract, you have the choice not to. You can you can vacate the position and someone else can sign the contract and, and take the position. Nobody's forcing your labour upon anybody else. But if you sign a contract and you say, I'm going to see patients, then see bloody patients. Yeah, yeah. Right, moving on. Uh, again, from Aldo, okay, and through yep. Arthur Morgan. And this was uh, Ukrainian media that was reporting this, okay. Mm -hmm. 500 tons of humanitarian aid, including ammunition, food and medical equipment, discovered rotting in warehouses in Kiev since spring. Officials stated now, they were missing paperwork. So, okay, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying and I'm seeing these pictures, but I'm seeing no source other than this Arthur M.A. Oh, you, if you dig around, if you, if you dig... If you dig into it, the sources Ukrainian, um, there's Ukraine like Ukrainian paper. Yeah, you know, so uh, the I, sources I, the source appears to be relatively genuine, and I can quite believe it because remember, remember the plane that crashed en route to Syria, uh -huh. which uh -huh. turned out to be full of arms that came from uh -huh. where? Where did that plane come from? Well, it was supposed to be going to Ukraine. No, no, it wasn't. The plane left Ukraine. Ukraine and was going to Syria yeah. and crashed. Yet it was full of arms bound for Syria. Strange. Sounds like an army. Moving deal. on. Moving on. This tweet here from LBC. King Charles has refused to pay tens of thousands of pounds per year for Prince Andrew's living yoga instructor telling his younger brother to foot the bill himself. I'm assuming that living yoga instructor is a young woman. Wait, steady. Look. You're making you're making assumptions, right? 
that you cannot... I said I'm assuming. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You're making assumptions that you can neither prove nor deny, right? No, but I'm telling you it's not a 45-year-old man named Jeff. (sighs) I don't know. I don't know, but... What the actual? What the actual? Huh? I I, I mean, mean, there's nothing more to be said about this tweet, is there? What, like, other than fuck off, bruv? Yo, I think McHenry, he, he... he nails it, you know, but I mean, yeah. what else can you possibly say about it? I don't know. Let's just move on. It's ridiculous. Dagny Taggart says, Finnish Prime Minister Sanna Marin's <laughs> proposal to transfer decommissioned Hornet fighter jets to Ukraine was not discussed with anyone in the country. I think... Defence Minister Anti... <laughs> I think Sanna's been on the marching powder again. <laughs> So she was going to send them Hornet jets, and the defence mm-hmm. minister's like, ah, uh, hold on a minute, we we don't have enough to send them, and she never mentioned this. Um, she has since said uh, this is not happening. <laughs> Let's move on to democracy in action, shall we? <laughs> this is, the ladies and gentlemen, this is democracy, and do you know what? This is... I have to agree for the first time in my life with Giva Hofstadt. But he doesn't speak from a position of strength. No, of course not. Because He's a man that was imposed upon people as well. He wasn't elected. What, what, what does Guy do? What is he doing now? He's not an MEP, is he? No, he's part of the commission. But... Yeah. So what does that mean? He was know. appointed... Right? Yes. Not by MEPs. No. No, he was appointed to a position of authority within the European Union that pays exceptionally well. I think the uh, the rate is higher than the British Prime Minister gets paid. I'm, I'm sure it is, yeah. He's not elected. He doesn't have a finite term, right? And nope. he gets to set policy for member countries of the European Union. Now, I've been having a bit of a fight with someone who keeps saying, but the EU is not a, demo- not a country. It doesn't matter. It might as well be. It because wants it's, to be. It's setting the policy of all the member countries. It wants to be. It and it's setting that power. policy by people who are not elected by anyone. And then he goes on about MEPs are elected. Yes, they are. And they can do Fuck all. Nothing. They can't do anything. They can sit and have a chat. And ultimately, they may delay a certain bit of of legislation being passed, but they can't stop it. Right, listen. I would like to... So I would say that the EU itself is what a complete and utter corrupt organisation looks like. Autocracy. It's an autocracy. Well, it is, yeah. But I would like to congratulate Winnie the Pooh on um, being elected with zero people against him. I yeah. hope there is a honey, honey and sunshine for all. G. He's done it, and I mean, remember, he had to change the legislation to allow himself to be elected for a third term. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, he's not done in the Hundred Acre Wood, John. He's not done in the Hundred Acre Wood. I run, run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done. Oh. Not everybody have honey. We right. need to get them more honey. <laughs> Speaking of honey, <laughs> this, this is the YouTube generation here, right? Okay. 
<laughs> Check this guy out with his freshly inked tattoo, and they're not even wrapped it in plastic. You're not supposed to have that wrapped in plastic. Yeah. Well, anyway, hundreds queue after all vodka. I, I'm presuming that it's it's Welsh. I'm not quite sure how you pronounce it. Ow vodka. Yeah. All vodka offers tattoos for 250 quid payment. So the uh, tattoo parlor was set up after the company's high-profile stunt tattooing YouTuber Jake Paul. So when he went for the fight, he had the vodka tattoo on his arm, which strangely disappeared. <laughs> so it wasn't a real tattoo. And these but, bloggers, but anyway, but these bloggers all lined up to get inked and 250 quid from the Welsh vodka company. Two hundred and fifty quid. I have never paid anywhere near that for any of my tattoos. No, but the the they they paid the people to get the tattoo. So you turned up, oh, you fine. got two hundred and fifty quid and a tattoo. Oh, I'd do that. <laughs> I think you probably would as well. I fucking I fucking would. Right. So yeah, you want to? Yeah. Do you know what, John? I'm one of them weird sadists who really enjoys getting a tattoo. <laughs> right. Let's crack on because we've still got a fair they bit to get good. through. Right, so yeah, Burgess look. Park says this is okay. interesting. Right, this is quite interesting, okay? Because apparently there are a number of turbines in Scotland <laughs> that need to be powered by diesel generators to keep them turning else they'll, they'll basically seize up and not work anymore. And they're not connected to the grid because of faulty wiring. Oh, my fucking God. And then, apparently, in cold weather, you got to keep them turning or they, they end up <sighs> um, seizing up and stuff like this. So it's been very cold recently. Yeah. So they've had to do that. And there is an increasing amount of them running in test mode. So when they're in test mode, they take power from the grid instead of taking it and putting oh, it in. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, enough said. Enough said. Net <laughs> zero is a killer. It's going to kill. It's it's killer. It's 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 a race to the bottom. Um, right. So, so we the move next on one. to a story here from the expose. Um, yeah. Douglas Brody to Sunak and Sturgeon. Why were there zero COVID uh, deaths among doctors and nurses in Scotland? That's a good question. And nobody seems to have an answer. I have an answer, but I won't explicitly well, state I don't it think, here. I don't think... Um, I think we all we could say at this point is we are baffled. Mm-hmm. Baffled, I say. Holy fuck! Excuse my language with this next cheat. <laughs> Do you like this one? Federalist, top, top Democrat on Pelosi rump January 6th committee... We actually didn't review any of the surveillance video. Wasn't there thousands of hours of it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Benny Benny Thompson here says uh, we kind of went through the video. <laughs> Is this because of Jacob Chansley? I think so. <laughs> do you do you think he's getting out of prison? Because do you know what I don't? No, I don't think he's getting out either. Because. Um, did you not see Tucker getting accused of <laughs> getting accused of editing the video to make it look as if? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, 
Tucker, Tucker must have edited in those policemen to make it look like they were giving him a guided tour. It's just, so they like the like they were trying to open doors for him. It, it's like, how can anyone be so willfully ignorant that, I mean, the mental gymnastics involved are just incredible. You, you, it wasn't an insurrection. It just wasn't an insurrection. The, gen, the mental gymnastics that have been involved in people for the last three years yeah. plus have been absolutely something else to behold, right? They hold so many opposing views at the same time within their own heads. I'm not saying that I'm right over them, but I'm saying that they really need to check their thinking and and they need they need they need to try and come to a, a coherent conclusion on some things. That's all I'm gonna say. Let's yeah. move on to the funny. Right. So uh, the lighter side of the world. <laughs> there's there's an aggressive, aggressive petrol tank on your motorcycle. <laughs> I bet he's been pulled over a few times. <laughs> I'm going to continue clapping because, my God, that is funny. Um, I would I would ride that bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. So uh, people people might say, look at you, Ben, that's the closest to it you'll ever get. So, <laughs> so Mikey, you're, <laughs> Mikey, you makes a comment. What would you ask for at the barbers for this to be the outcome? <laughs> A thatched roof, please. That is one hell of a haircut. That really is. Um, I mean, we're not really ones to talk about haircuts. Oh no, we? I know, but that—that that is impressive. Yeah, I mean, I've—I've I've got the world's longest comb over, and I've got—you've got. I've just got a mess at the moment. Right, so um. Well, my, I would say my parting's actually pretty neat today, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, straighter than it is normally. Crush my... So I think yeah. that's just quite humorous. So there has to be a better way to display oh children's clothes. God. Giggle pops. And the has thing come is, do you know what? Uh-huh. But do you know what? It's not just this line here. If you look No, no, there's another photo, line further up towards the line of yep, them. Yep, towards the door. So they didn't just make this mistake <laughs> once. They thought, I know what we'll do. We'll let's, put more of them up. Let's double down on it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ That's a classic <laughs> Right now this one From Trailer Swift Right <coughs> This one's This one's Could Could have been Either on the serious side Or in the The um, The The funnies Right So This is <laughs> This was a video And this guy I, I'm, well, I don't know. Is that a guy? I don't know what this is. I don't want to misjudge this person. <laughs> this person. This person, right? So well, maybe they identify as Bob Ross. Yeah. While advocating for trans people to arm ourselves is not any kind of a solution to the genocide we are facing, I do want to say that if you transphobes do try to come for me, I'm taking a few of you with me. Right. Now that's not the funny part. Mm. The funny part is the context that was added <laughs> by Twitter's community notes. <laughs> and I've noticed this. Twitter's community notes is no better than Wikipedia. It is edited by the lowest no. common denominator, right? Absolutely. In fact, 
Twitter's community notes is is easily as poor as Facebook and Instagram and all that's fact checkers. So it's just awful. And if you're listening, Elon, which you aren't, but if you are, your community notes is shit. Right. Yeah, it is. But I, I've I, seen I, by I, the and Beach Crate. Right. Before we move on, Beach Crate says in the old chat here, it looks like Bob Ross. To be fair, and I'm just looking at this person and thinking, we're just going to put a happy little bullet right down here. Right. So um. Bullet. As seen in the picture provided by the tweet, the original poster is right. talking about using firearms for self-defense, a right guaranteed by the US Constitution. The original poster is in no way threatening to mass shoot people. Well, mm. I disagree. I think he is. I think actually both positions are true. Yeah, yeah, they are. But the whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah. Because the whole thing is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, who is quite literally going to come for you? I don't think anybody. <laughs> but this is people. This is people that have a, a, an increased sense of their own self-importance, don't they? Well, one would one would assume so. Yes. Um, you're you're not a precious flower. Right. Right. You're just an individual human being like everybody else. So here we go. Here we go. The final, final, final from, slide of the From the New York Post. Woo! <laughs> so, Tiger Woods sure knows how to treat a lady. Mm hmm. So, Tiger Woods' ex-girlfriend, Erica Herman, has accused the golf star of tricking her into leaving his Florida mansion under the guise of going on a short vac vacation only to lock her out. <laughs> That's takes you know a bus. This is even better than Phil Collins dumping his wife by text. But do you know uh, what? Not, not text. Sorry, I, 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 I retract that. This is even better than Phil Collins Pager. dumping his wife by fax. <laughs> but like, like Teresa says, cruel but effective. And 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 actually, if the situation was volatile or going to get volatile, yeah. I think that this was the easiest way to to handle it. Now, I'm not saying it was. It was right, and I don't know the situation. But what I'm saying is, if I were in a situation where it were going to get volatile, I'd probably do the same. Like, oh, quick, can you go put the suitcase in the car, love? We're going on vacation. <laughs> Bang! Lock. <laughs> oh, right. I had a dream last night. I had a dream. I did. I had a dream last night. Right. And I was sitting beside a kind of giant Putin. He was considerably bigger than me, but Putin's not a big guy, so he was a kind of bigger version. Was he riding shirtless on a Was he riding no, no. shirtless on a No, bear? he was fully clothed. He was wearing a suit and a tie and everything, okay? But he was going to bite me, right? Because he was a vampire. But he was going to bite me and give me the gift of immortality. <laughs> and then one of his oh, lackeys yeah. came in and says, Stop! You cannot bite him yet! He still has to do... And then I woke up. 
So obviously I'm not ready to be given the gift of immortality. I've still work to do on this mortal um, <laughs> coil. <laughs> um, John, 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 John. Ben. Is there anyone I can call? <laughs> I just thought it was a bit strange. But having said that, it's not. It's not completely out of the wall because you know I've been doing a lot, a lot of research into Ukraine and Russia. Beast Crate says, "Sounds like you were tripping, not sleeping." <laughs> Could have been. <laughs> Did you inadvertently swallow some hallucinogenics? No, no, I don't think so. No. But you're not Prince Harry. You're not Prince Harry. No, I'm not Prince Harry. You know. <laughs> you know he's on the old hallucinogenics. Is he? What's he on? I don't know what exactly, but he has reported that hallucinogenics are pretty much a part of his daily life right now. <laughs> Can you blame him? <laughs> also, making that kind of admission can get your uh, visa to the United States cancelled. Yeah, it can. It can. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> right. So um, I think that kind of brings us to the end. Have you anything to add? Uh, I, I do have one thing to add go on. uh, before we go. I'm not in a cult. <laughs> yeah, right? I think you are. I'm not in a cult. <sighs> Tell me. I am just... Do you have to do funny things with your trouser bottoms? Do you have to, like, roll one up? Then expose one knee? No. Just uh... just ask it. Just, just carry on. Carry on. How many cans of vanilla Coke did you bring back? 37. Liar! Hold on. 40. No. No. Six packs, so 36. No. You showed me a picture off the fridge saying I have 33 cans of vanilla Coke to last me a week. Well, I had 36 and I'd already drunk three by that point. When the the visual evidence is thirty three. Well, I told him that yesterday. I got twenty two left now. <laughs> I, well, at the point I said there is no way that's going to last you a week. No, yeah, I'm I'm pretty. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm pretty devastated by this revelation. Should if I had money, I would have bought back more. But you know, it is what it is. But no, I'm not in a cult. I went to an event. Uh, I am currently in the midst of producing a video of that event, and my you're gonna have to wait to see the video. It's gonna be on the other channel of what happened and what I said about this event, and it's not going to be what you think. Put it that way. <laughs> Put it so, that way. um, anything else you want to add before I wind her up? Just to my white panther-loving brothers, Wakanda forever. And um, remember, like, scares, like, scare, and subscribe. <laughs> and if you do have the ability to support us further, there is a donation chat in link. Sonia Poulton says, I just got here. Oh, um, Sonia, you can't just get here when we're finished. It's half past three. It was quite clearly yeah. specified that we were starting at two. <laughs> we're, we're off. <laughs> We're off, but it's uh, hello to But it's lovely to and, see uh, you. <laughs> we will be live again at two o'clock Wednesday <laughs> and at nine PM on Friday. Come yeah. and have a laugh with us at the news. We don't much we... love to all. Oh Teresa, I did send her a reminder. John? Yes. 
And we don't hate you, Sonia. As like like Wait. all of our people in the troll room, we love you. Now close the show, would you? Come on, big boy. <clears throat> and with that, I'd like to thank everyone for Do attending right. this. What? Do I'm... it right. With passion. I... <clears throat> <clears throat> And with that, I'd like to thank everyone for attending this episode 206 of Chasing Descent Live with me, John, in this country that's about to be ruled by a white-hating tyrant. And from Ben, on the south coast of this once-proud land that they called England. It's been great not in a cult. for you. For you. Yeah.